Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil and find out. A Motorsport Podcast Network production. Hey everybody, welcome along. Aaron Noonan here, Repco Supercars Weekly for another week coming to you from V8 Sleuth Headquarters here in the very sunny city of Melbourne. Well, hang on, give it a minute, give it a minute. Blue skies while I record this. Not so good earlier in the day. Uh, I hope we can pause that weather right now. Hey, wherever you're listening, hope you're having a great afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. I've got a bit of news for you from the world of supercars racing. Of course, these Repco Supercars Weekly episodes... uh, have been a great part to link together uh, a bunch of news for you over the course of In Between the V8 Sleuth podcasts and the Castrol Motorsport News podcast as well. Uh, this year marks, by the way, the 100th anniversary of Repco. They're driven by passion, so are we. Visit the garage now at garage.repco.com. Now, there's plenty of news floating around. Of course, Gen 3 cars have been at Queensland Raceway earlier this week, having further tests, further driving with Will Brown, James Courtney, a bunch of drivers behind the wheel. News today, though, about Walkinshaw and Andretti United. And as we all know, they're going to Ford for next year in the Repco Supercars Championship, but they are going to retain and race they're two of their existing Holden Commodore ZBs. How is this, you ask? Well, they are going back to the Dunlop Super 2 series. And it's been a while since Walkinshaws have had a program in the development category, but they're going there with Zach Bates as one of, the, as one of their drivers. Now, Zach Bates has been racing Trans Am, Toyota 86s. He's the son of former rally driver and sometime V8 supercar driver Rick Bates. He's the nephew of Neil, multiple Australian rally champ and cousin of current ARC stars Harry and Lewis. So he's going to be part of a two-car team. It'll be managed and run by the, the great, the legendary ripping bloke that is Robbie Starr, who's been with the team since it was the Holden Racing Team back in 1991, Warren Luff will continue his WAU association. He will be in a driver development advisor role, pretty much like what he's been doing for many years now with McElroy Racing with its Porsche program in Queensland. Now, the identity of the second driver is yet to come to light, but that's great confirmation of another main game team putting together a program to run in Super 2. Zach Bates is an exciting talent who's done plenty of winning uh, on bitumen in a bunch of categories in the lead-up to this, so really excited to see how that all plays out. Grove Racing, they've confirmed, well, off the back of their news of Garth Tanner last week, uh, a little change to their engineering lineups coming for 2023. Will Davidson, uh, not to be confused with the driver, Will Davidson, uh, is not going to continue in a race engineering role, so Matt Payne, the Kiwi rookie, will have someone else on the headset when he rolls out for the start of the season next year. Quite who that is, not sure. Judging by David Couchy's comments in our v8sleuth.com.au website story today, uh, it sounds like they know what they're doing. It's not a case of uh, them knowing. It's a case of us not knowing who's going to be there. We'll find out in due course, I'm sure. Bit of news with Brad Jones Racing. The Aubrey-based team has confirmed that it sold one of its current cars off to the UK. Now, the current Andre Heimgartner number 8 RJ Batteries Commodore, which was their spare for a time before being pressed into action after that nasty crash at the Ben Motorsport Park, is heading 
to England. Alex Sidwell, the owner of a range of Commodore supercars, is going to add it to his ever-growing collection of Holden V8s in England. Not sure when that's heading off. Might be next year that he gets his hands on that car, but he could run, seriously, his own race series now. He's got that many of the things over there, so that's one car that will not be moving into Super 2 next year. Speaking of car sales, Erebus confirmed this week it sold one of its Mercedes-Benz E63 AMGs. They've sold it, ironically, to Penrite, their former sponsor, who sponsored the team at the time, who are now, of course, with Grove Racing. Uh, there was a bit of a handover this week at Winton. Brody Kostecki turned some laps. That car uh, is in the retro Penrite livery that it ran at Sydney Olympic Park 2015 with Will Davison in the last start of the Erebus Mercedes. Of course, they swapped to Commodores the following year. It is the car, the same chassis that Will Davison used to win that year uh, at Barbagallo, Wanneroo, as it now is, in Perth, in Western Australia, uh, that year as well. So one of the two wins that Erebus had while they had those Mercedes cars. And coolly enough, Penrite, who've got a really impressive collection of all sorts of cars, they're planning to have that car on track on occasion in the future, so we can't wait to see that car have a run somewhere down the track. Now, Winton was a very busy place earlier this week. There was the handover of the Erebus Mercedes. There was also a range of different faces and names having drives of cars with a view to next year. Now, Jet Johnson, son of Stephen, grandson of Dick, sampled one of Matthew White Motorsports' Nissan Altimas that will run, uh, they're eligible for Super 3 next year. Uh, the team also did a handover of the car that it's selling to Bradley Neal that Cam McLeod is going to race next year in Super 3. He's the son of Ryan, the grandson of 1987 Bathurst 1000 winner Peter. And also handing over on the day, Cam Waters was at Winton to do a few laps to hand over what is now his old monster Mustang to Zane Morse and his team who will run that in Super 2 next year. And an interesting face and figure who was also up there, Rick Kelly. That's right, 2006 V8 Supercars champion, back behind the wheel of a supercar for the first time in, I think it's just under two years. He did fill in and do some uh, ride day driving for the Kelly Grove team at Phillip Island. I remember early 2021 from memory. Uh, he drove Todd Kelly, his brother's car, that Todd's son Mason's been racing in recent times. Uh, and there's expectations that we'll see Mason in Super 3 next year. So great to see the Kelly boys having a run uh, up at Winton earlier in the week. That car is still in the uh, car sales livery that Todd last raced it in. So it's uh, a pretty cool part of the story for Todd's career. Now Mason carving his own pathway uh, in his motorsport career. He's been doing a bit of State Series sports sedans and some Hyundai stuff as well. He raced that car at Sandown Historics uh, a little while ago in the sports sedans category. And um, yeah, let's see. Let's see if uh, we get another Kelly into a supercar next year in Super 3. Super 3, I should say. How would that be? A Kelly, a Johnson, there's all these second. Now we're up to third generation in some instances of these families uh, getting involved in the sport. It's really cool to see. Uh, Big names confirmed for the Bathurst 12-hour. None bigger than Craig Lowndes, seven-time 1,000 winner. Multiple 12-hour winner has confirmed he will be in a Mercedes-Benz AMG GT3, but... It is not one of the Triple Eight cars. He and Alex Davison will again team with Jeff Emery and car owner Scott Taylor. Uh, they'll run in the AM class or Pro AM class as it is. Uh, they drove a Porsche last year, but this time they're going to run in Scotty's Mercedes Benz AMG GT3. So that's another confirmation of some supercar drivers who are going to run in the classic uh, at Mount Panorama back to its regular date first weekend 
of February next year. Uh, interesting one that popped up too, thanks to our friends at Rally Sport Magazine, Peter and Luke Whitten and the team, uh, Alex Rulo. Remember Alex, the youngest ever Supercars Championship driver who was still a teenager when he debuted about five years ago in Supercars now uh, with Lucas Dumbrell's team. He's swapping motorsports. He's going rallying. He's going to run a Hyundai as part of a multi-car team, including his dad, Peter, in next year's Australian Rally Championship. We've so- now, we've not seen Alex in circuit racing really since he did TCR uh, in 2019 and drove in the supercar Enduros that year with Kelly Racing as a co-driver to uh, Simona Di Silvestro at the Nissan team. So good to see that name back, Alex Rulo. Still a young guy. I mean, he was so young when he started in supercars. Good luck to him. He is going to the dirt next year. Now, on this day, December 15, every time we see this date in the diary, we think of one person and one person only, Jason Richards. It's 11 years to the day today since he left us. He's forever remembered, of course. Brad Jones Racing carried that JR star on all of their race cars. Uh, Everyone has got a Jason Richards story. Last year, for the 10th anniversary of his passing, we did a special podcast, Ep. If you haven't heard it, go and have a listen. It's Ep 171 in the library. I talked with his dad, Dave, with his wife, Charlotte, with John Bow, with Brad Jones, Great insights. And if you haven't heard it, uh, today's probably the day to go back and have a bit of a listen to In The Files. JR is never forgotten. December 15, 2011, a date that will live with so many for so long. Now, next week, it is the final V8 Sleuth podcast powered by Repco of the season. It's part two of my chat with Charlie O'Brien, two-part chat with Charlie. Uh, We covered lots in part one. There's plenty more in part two. And then after that, we are pulling into pit lane and bringing down the shutters on 2022 from a podcast sense. So this is the last Repco Supercars Weekly as well for the season. It's been a massive, massive year, not just in podcasts, but in all the other stuff that we've been doing uh, as a business. So the team and I are going to stop and recharge the batteries for a longer period this time around, a longer off-season for the pod than we would normally have. The V8 Sleuth Podcast will be back probably a month or so into the new year in 2023. To give you your fix, the Castrol Motorsport News Podcast with Stefan and AVL will be back from mid-January to bring you all the pre-season news of what's going on with Gen 3, with supercars leading up to the Bathurst 12 out and so much of the stuff that's going on around the globe in world motorsport. The boys two-time Best Podcast Award winners at the Supercars Media Awards. They'll be going for three next year. Castrol are staying on board, which I'm really proud to announce. So the boys are back mid-January. A couple of thank yous to round out our last uh, Repco Supercars Weekly of the year. Uh, Thanks to all the amazing guests for sharing their stories on the V8 Sleuth Podcast this year. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I love what our listeners bring to the table. Without you, we're nothing. Thank you so much for engaging with what we do, for enjoying the stories, for suggesting the questions. We really appreciate it too. Massive thank you to Repco for their support for the last two years. Uh, Their commitment to supercars, to Bathurst and the sport on the whole is truly fantastic. Thanks too to Will Dale. He's working front and behind the microphone this year. Our producer AJ Hawkins who's made me sound far better than I am every week. Thank you AJ. Good stuff mate. Uh, To everyone listening, have a great Christmas. Go through the archive over summer. Even though there's no new episodes, there are still plenty there that I'm sure some of you haven't heard over the journey. We'll be back with more new eps in 2023. Merry Christmas. Have a safe and relaxing holiday break. And I'll chat to you next week for one last time this year with part two of Charlie O'Brien. See you then. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online. 
thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil and find out.